Welcome to the Holy Smokes Podcast, a show about faith, friendship, fine tobacco and drink. I'm Steve Ryder, and we are at the Conclave in Paul Philetus' backyard. And I am here with the Dallas crew, the Dallas-Fort Worth crew. Represent? So I'm with Dave Yancey. Hello. Rod Jones. Yo, yo, yo. And Zach Maytan. Who didn't even say hi. Hey. I'm here. He, he's all Zach, talk until he's put on the spot. Zach is known for his laugh. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, what you smoking? I am smoking a... It's a Providencia. I don't remember what type. So the one that he's smoking that I gave him, this is an unreleased Providencia. This is a new blend that they're coming out with. We're working with Noel Rojas on this. And this is a, um, it's a Samoto wrapper, and then the binder and filler are different blends from Jalapa Esteli and Nicaragua and some Dominican on it. How about you, Dave? I am smoking a beautiful torpedo from uh, Florida Sun Grown. So FSG out of Florida down in the Tampa area is really starting to bring back the Florida grown tobaccos on this and uh, this is you got a, an impressive ash on that's that a very impressive ash Man, the I, I, I tell you what the draw and the construction on this is is wonderful on this I'm getting some nice creamy chocolate creamy coffee notes from it with just some very 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 subtle hints of pepper on the back end of the draw and you did something special with your cigar that you recommend with torpedoes. So the way I do torpedoes is that I will typically do a guillotine right off the tip or do a V-cut, a white V-cut off of the tip. And then just underneath where the cap ends, I'll come right underneath the, the thinnest part of that cap, just underneath it, and I'll do a very, very, very light hole punch on it. Not the full length, just enough just to get the wrapper and get it down into the binder so that that way airflow comes through that. And what that does is that when you're taking a draw on it, the smoke is going to fill your fill your fill the roof of your mouth even more so, and it's going to circulate through that, and you get a much more fuller experience on the draw. Where'd you learn that? Tried it. <laughs> if you smoke 13 cigars a day, you got to do something. Actually, I was smoking a chisel, and I did a V-cut across it, and I was like, okay, this is good, but I think I can do more. And I pulled out my punch, and I went underneath it, and it just how it just filled my mouth up. And when you, when you got a good cigar, you want your mouth to fill up with that smoke. And then it's covering all of your taste buds. And then when you retro hell with it, you're really picking up on all of the notes of just the beauty of the profile of the cigar. And so I just went on from there and I've been posting about it. Rod's done it, a couple of other people have done it. And, and I've been places and it's like, hey, you're the guy that hole punches underneath the, the torpedo. I'm like, yep, that's me. <laughs> Rod, what you got? I can't follow that up, but um, I'm smoking a backwoods honey and blueberry, and I chewed off the end like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I have a Casa Torrent, and uh, it's kind of nice. A little medium, a little peppery, and uh, Dave would probably tell you a lot more about it than I could, but. Actually, I'm, I'm not it. familiar with that one. Wow. It's very tobacco. I smoke as many cigars as you do. 
I smoke a lot of boutiques. A lot of boutiques. Uh, Rod's from California, so he wants to be the resident John Wayne. That's why he chewed off the tip of it. That's right, man. <laughs> and I'm half smoking it and half eating it. <laughs> well, what about you? What are you smoking? I have Espinosa's Comfortably Numb. Espinosa. So, you know, they're from Dallas. Are they really? They are. Okay. They're from over on the Dallas side of the of the Metroplex, down around the Oak Cliff, down into the... Um, Duncanville down in that area. Yeah, this is a tasty stick. I like it. It's like nice just creamy and Espinosa has got some and Ezra Zion, we mentioned Ezra Zion. Ezra Zion's up in the north of Fort Worth area. Providencia is out of there. Um, Noel Rojas with his Rojas cigars is out of there. 262 cigars is out of there. We've got a lot of boutique cigars represented in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Cool. So, gentlemen, you guys are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. What areas are you specifically, each of you? So, I'm over on the, the western side, over in Euless, Fort Worth side of things, and so I'll typically be found in one of the many lounges over in that area and always love to host people over that you know especially that want to come in on on that side of town rod where are you at i am in dallas just probably 10 minutes north of downtown so it goes downtown kind of uptown and then there's like this park cities area where by smu and then it goes to north dallas and so i'm right there in the park cities area like real close to downtown and i'm kind of spoiled because I, I try to get everybody to come to me instead of having to drive out to U.S. and Frisco. And, so are you yeah. in University Park or I Highland am. Park? University, University Park. Park? Yes. Okay. Zach, where are you at? So I'm located in the Frisco, Carrollton area. So me and the fiance, Stephanie, is with me right now. We'll probably be locating in the, uh, the North McKinney, uh, Anna area. But, you know, I, I uh, host uh, Fourth Tuesday uh, hers at in Fuego, and you'll find also find me at Cigar International. And, and occasionally the Ash. You think occasionally the Ash. And, and occasionally well. I can get them down into Fort Worth to come see the infamous underground. I need to get out to the underground. You do, and you need to do it quick before the new location opens up. Oh man. October 1st is the grand opening of the new location. I'm going to hit you in the next two weeks then. You do so. I, I will meet you there. So, Rod, we featured your story on a previous episode. Zach, tell us a little bit about you. Wow, where did I begin? So, how I found out about Holy Smokes is I'm a big fan of Ransom Heart Ministries. And I think in 2014, 2015, uh, I met our local chapter leader, John Morley, and at a Ransom Heart boot camp. And uh, we were all smoking around the fire. And I was like, wouldn't this be great? About my third or fourth time through. And John goes, you know, I'm from Dallas area. I was like, that's really cool. And he goes, you know, we got a group. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. You mean to tell me you got a Christian group that, you know, that smokes cigars, you know, and, uh, and, you know, and the rest is history. As far as I was born and raised in Texas, started a podcast of my own. Um, and met Stephanie about two years ago. We're engaged. We're going to get married in October. So, uh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, for the longest time, I seeked 
a lot of men fellowship that just with a lot of other churches I was part of, it just didn't click. It didn't click. Yeah. Um, and not saying anything negative about any particular church at all. But there's something about Holy Smokes that a lot of men, different denominations, can come together and unify and pray over each other and fellowship with another. Yeah. And I've never had that. So it's definitely uh, filled the gap the last four or five years of my life. It's fantastic. Dave, we're going to feature your story in an episode coming up. But super short, just tell people a little bit about you. Without going into too detail of the, what got me to the point where I am, so I'll tell you a little bit about where I am now. And uh, where I am now is, is I'm a craftsman that is working on building a community for all craftsmen. You'll never hear me call anybody else, any artist a creator, because there's only one creator. The one above has created everything. But I believe that everybody has the ability to craft something out of what he's created. Whether it's a beautiful rye that I'm sipping on now, incredible cigar that I'm smoking on, piece of music, writing, what have you. So I'm, I'm building a community around all the craftsmen and the lovers of the craft to work together and using that as a ministry to reach out. And then I use the, my love and passion for that, my love and passion for cigars and whiskey, and I love to go to, into places and just let conversation just flow and let God just lead me in where that conversation, where, where, you know, wherever the conversation may, may go. And I've got a number of atheist friends that I've you know, just ended conversations around cigars, and whenever you can get somebody that's an atheist, somebody that doesn't believe, to start asking questions, you're on the right track. So, you have a Facebook group called Crafted Cravings. I do. And a page called Crafted Cravings. I do. And what's the kind of stuff that you're crafting? So, myself, I do woodworking. I make things for the household out and cigar accessories out of whiskey barrels or I work whiskey barrel American oak into it I love the story and the history behind you know the way the wood has aged you know from soaking in the whiskey from the charring from the sugars the caramel that, that comes out and kisses the top I call it the angel's kiss there is no specific name for it but I, I just, I love the history and the stories behind it. And so I myself create that. And one other thing that I've been doing, my background is in photography, is I've been doing a series of, of images of myself smoking a cigar, and I call it Cigar Reflections. And then I just let the Lord read, tell me what to write about what I see in that and about what's going on within society and within the craziness that our world is in right now and just hoping that it reaches out to people and I just I posted in almost all of the groups that I'm in and I've had many groups that tell me stop posting I've even been kicked out of some groups on Facebook but I've also had some groups from completely secular cigar smokers come to me and go dude we're missing your post please come yeah. back and bring them back so that, that's that's cool. what I do. Yeah. In Crafted Cravings, we're at about 220 members, and I've got 
cigar rollers, I've got brewers, I've got yeah. distillers, I've got winemakers, blacksmiths, chefs, seamstress, yeah. photographers, artists, so everything. And we show off what we do there. Yeah. And then I promote somebody every week. So that's the group. Special guest alert. Special guest alert. Can All we right. do this? This is yeah. the Dallas group. And so we just, we, we lost one. This guy used to rule Dallas. And uh, he just showed up. He's ruling the Springs now. And uh, so. Gunnar Johnson. Nice to be here. <laughs> By the way, it's what, 150 degrees in Texas. And it's like 65 degrees in Colorado and beautiful. And that's why I'm here, bro. I'm, you're a smart man, smart man. <laughs> but we love Texans. They keep our economy moving. So God bless you. Keep coming out here. But go home. <laughs> Take your money and go home. All these Texans coming here invading our space. So, so I was a closet holy smoker. Like I didn't ever post or didn't ever, uh, you know, chime in a lot. And then Gunner, last December, I was up and uh, he's like, hey, let's go smoke a cigar on my porch. And then we ended up going to the lion's den. And that got me out of the humidor. So I came out of the humidor and, and into the, the full of Holy Smokes because of you, bro. Well, you know, I kept the tradition at Gateway Church, very strong, Brady Boyd and I. There's a whole group of us that now that we're no longer on staff can admit to it. Um, <laughs> it was a total abstinence group there at Gateway, but we um, snuck around and smoked cigars anyways. So special shout out to the Ezra Zion boys who still hang out at Gateway. And um, yeah, keep Ooh. passing me cigars while I'm doing altar ministry, guys. Lo love as a story. I didn't hear that on your podcast. <laughs> See, now, that the, now that the time has gone by, I can say that kind of stuff. Uh, we, well, when we sit down and catch up, a lot of Gateway guys say hi to me. Yeah, so. yeah. Good to see you. You too. Oh, and, and Rod, go back in the humidor. <laughs> <laughs> I came out of the humidor. So the Dallas group is one of the more active ones in all of Holy Smokes. Obviously, it's a major metropolitan area. Lots of people live there. What kinds of um, stories have you guys seen from the gatherings that you've been a part of? I think my favorite one was, um, so there's there's a cigar lounge in Euless called Michael's. And uh, we were looking for a place that was closer to Fort Worth because uh, Raymond and Jim, both are Providence and Cigars, are over in Keller, so they're on the Port War side of things. <laughs> so I, I planned an event, and Ray and Jim were gonna be there. Zach came in. We had Garrett come in from Prosper, which is like 20 miles north of Dallas, yeah. uh, of, of North Dallas. We had uh, Jeff Oliver from Denton come in, which is 35 miles north on the other side, and just, we ended up with about probably about 15 holy smokers but that's not where the story comes in we're all talking having a great time matthew harris is there from arlington and we're just talking about our our ministry david skeleton from texas roadshow is there and some of his crews there and we noticed that other guys from the lounge that were not part of our group started migrating over into our table and started becoming part of the group and part of the conversation and started asking questions about who we were, what we were doing. And near the end of it, when we're all breaking up and heading out, giving our hugs and love yous and praises and prayers and stuff like that, some of these guys were pulling up off to the side and saying, how do I get involved in something like this? That's cool. 
That's awesome. So that's one of the greatest stories that I can think of of what this Holy Smokes has done. Zach, what has Holy Smokes meant to you? As far as Holy Smokes and what it means to me, I would say that we had a gathering at John Worley's house and, you know, like most men's, well, I should say men's group because we do have ladies in Holy Smokes. Stephanie's one of them. I'm blessed enough. We call her the Holy Grail, you know. The ladies that smoke with us are the Holy Grail. So, you know, we have a... Uh, covenant of confidentiality yeah so i won't go into detail but we had some men around the fire that's we always have a fire no matter where we are in, in the country and had some pretty hard stuff and we had some really long beautiful prayers for quite a few men i i, I you know myself and stephanie we've been furloughed for a while so i have guys praying over me and you, you can just tell when it's intentional, uh, when the, the prayers are intentional. It's like, I really care about you, Zach. You know, I, I don't want you to continue in this situation, so I want to pray over you right now. And so, yeah, we go over there, may have a little bourbon or a beer. We'll have some smokes, of course. Of course, have fellowship as well. But it's refreshing to have guys that are going to pray over you and, you know, reach out to you. I'll have Dave reach out to me. I'll have Garrett reach out to me. You know, this group is really tight-knit, and uh, it's seeing that repetitiously the three years that I've been part of it. And if somebody's like, hey, I really need smoke, I've had a real bad day at work, we can count on one of our brothers saying, hey, meet me here. I've got you in car for a couple hours out of my schedule. So let's talk about it. And Jeff Oliver is another bro a brother of ours in uh, the Dallas area that he's like, man, I really need a smoke. I, and it was just absolutely priceless. And he's like, I really needed this. I was like, well, guess what? Turns out I needed it too. <laughs> so what kinds of successes have you guys seen there in the Dallas area? So this is one that really speaks to my heart. And this is why I love the craft and I love how I, I love cigars so much and whiskey so much so I was telling this story earlier today at one of the other stops that we had uh, there was one day that that uh, Zach and I needed some brotherhood and we went to um, we met up at Cigar International up there in the colony and we spent a good two to three hours there just talking and fellowshipping. And it was football season last year, uh, almost playoffs time. So a bunch of guys all around, all getting in together. We're buying each other drinks, buying each other cigars. And come up around eight or nine o'clock at night, Zach had to go because he had a birthday party he had to go to. So I'm sitting there finishing up my drink. I just bought a, a dram of um, Dewar's uh, cigar malt. And uh, this guy that was sitting in the couch right next to me, he gets up, comes around over behind the couch to the table where I was sitting at. And he said, man, can, can I sit and talk with you for a bit? And I'm like, sure, welcome. And he goes, no, can I talk with you for a bit? And it's like, brother, you can talk about whatever you want to. And so I'm not going to go into his story very much, but we talked for about another hour and a half, two hours. And I tell him my story. 
which I'm not going to go into because we'll go into part of that later. But about two months, three months later, it was actually in January, I think it was, um, just before the COVID stuff hit, a friend of mine and I are out at a uh, venue at a concert. Uh, watching an ACDC cover band uh, called Black and Black play. Having a great time, and it comes up to the intermission time in between, you know, bands taking a break. And this guy walks up to me and he goes, You're Dave, right? And I say, Yes, sir. And I said, I remember you, and I mentioned his name. Yeah. And he goes, That night that we talked, you remember that night we talked at CI? And I said, Yeah. He goes, I was going to take my life that night and gave him a hug and I said, brother, I love you. I'm glad you're here. Let me buy you a drink. Got him a drink. And I just looked at him. I said, never give up on yourself, man. Never give up on yourself. And he goes, I'm not anymore because I know I got him. That's cool. That's what this is all about. That's good. So how do people get plugged into the Dallas group? Get plugged into Holy Smokes. You can look me up. I'll, I'll accept a friend request, Dave Yancey, Dave.Yancey on Facebook. When we have the uh, Dallas page. We also so we have the, the, uh, the Dallas page. Holy Smokes, Holy Smokes Dallas. Holy, Holy, is, Holy Smokes Dallas Club. Territory. Is it Dallas Club? Yeah. Yeah, the Dallas Club. But we do all, you know, we take in all those cities all around. Oh, yeah. And just message one of us, post on Holy Smokes and say, hey, I'm coming into town. Who can host me? And I guarantee you that Zach or myself or Rod or Yale or somebody's going to come back. And Kay's going to tag us if we don't. <laughs> and, uh, and we'll host. Yeah. And even, even fringy people are okay. I have a lot of friends that are like fringy, you know, holy smokers like they may not be you know ready to come out of the humidor yet but they still will uh, appreciate the fellowship of the leaf and uh, I, I recall about a month ago two months ago we were just like oh COVID stir crazy so we had a little uh, thing at the ash in Dallas and there was probably 11 or 12 and they happened to all be ministers pastors at the time and uh we didn't get into such deep stuff like you, Dave. Maybe that's because, you know, we're all like shallow and, you know, surfacey. <laughs> but these guys were going, oh my gosh, this was great. It was like, you know, hour, hour and a half, you know, in and out. And um, there's something about the magic of a cigar. And maybe it's because you light up a cigar and you know you're going to be there for an hour. Or, you know, you could just kind of go, well, you know, we're all in this thing together. And, man, we just had guy after guy going, man, this was amazing. You know what? Just to have some fellowship. And it's not like, sometimes the word fellowship's overused, right? It's like, oh, what does that mean? Just when two people get together and we don't know what it's called. But, man, these guys were appreciative of the camaraderie, of the fellowship, yes. of the, you know, the magic that happens when guys get together and just put everything aside and just go, hey, we're here and uh, we're just going to chop it up for a little bit. And I heard after the fact, two or three of them go, man, my wife wants to know when the next one is. She said, you came home and you were stinking. But you came home so happy and so refreshed. So anytime you get a you get a hall pass. I call the cigar or the whiskey when you're drinking it, you know, under control. 
the great equalizer. Yeah. Because uh, where we go, where I go frequent at the underground, you're going to find people of all walks. Yeah. Of all, all walks, all lives. But when you come in there, and, and it's this way in every single lounge that you go to, it's a great equalizer. It doesn't matter your background, your status, this color of your skin, the way that you live your life. The length of one's beard? The length of one's beard. Although Dave has a very impressive beard. Gray beard What's for more a impressive reason, about it right now is that he is actually has his microphone tucked in his it, It's clipped to his beard. Clipped to his beard. <laughs> the, they call me Graybeard for some reason. But it doesn't matter what your background story is. When you come in and you light up a cigar, or even if you don't light up a cigar, you're sitting in there with us all. Everybody's equal, and we all want to hear your story. Yeah, I got something to add to that. One thing that I think that makes Holy Smokes, and you will find that, and you look me up, I host a lot, at least two or three events a month in Holy Smokes Dallas. One thing I like in, in the dynamic about Holy Smokes is uh, I have this saying, I use it a lot, is that do you put your faith over politics or your politics over your faith? And if you get into that, that gauntlet, you've already lost. And what I love about Holy Smokes is we all put our faith before politics. And we come as we are, as men and women. And as David said, you know, we, we use the, the whiskey and the cigar and the, as a catalyst to, you know, break down barriers and say, hey, what's going on in your heart, man? Or, hun, what's going on in your heart? And we are able to be there as a, a brotherhood and a sisterhood. And that's absolutely priceless. So for people that are listening right now, We've already thrown it out there if they're coming to the Dallas area to hit you guys up and you guys will most likely get something going in the area. There's no most likely about it because <laughs> most likely implies that there's a chance that it won't happen. You come into the Dallas area and you hit one of us up, one of us out of 85 that are in the Dallas group will hook up with you. Even right. if it's just a one-on-one, -on -one, Sitting out in a parking lot or on the balcony of my at my apartment, you will have somebody to smoke a cigar with. So, people are listening. What would you recommend as tips for getting a chapter going? I'll throw my hat in the ring. I will say this: a chapter that sprung out of this in Lubbock, Texas, actually, our friend Doug Holcomb. He was inspired. He came in. He actually was a chaplain for the Dallas Stars. Nice. And so he goes, this is awesome. And they had two cigar uh, lounges. One was actually a cigar just shop. And they had a lounge. And they said, hey, can we do Bible study here? And he said, absolutely. Started with another guy. Then people were like, hey, what are you guys doing? And it's like, we're doing a Bible study. And it just kept accumulating. So what I would say is that we got leadership and, and, and admins reach when you're in Holy Smokes, you got a chapter. Let's just say that you're in a small town in Nebraska. If you got a cigar lounge or as Dave said, you got a house, you don't need to be at a cigar lounge. You can be at your house, your apartment, host 
be willing to host, show the love of Christ, and reach out to our admins in the group and say, hey, I want to start a chapter. I, th I don't think actually there's any math to it. Like, in five, it could be five people in one city. That's all it takes. And you know what? After that, it's just like the gospel of Jesus, it just spreads like wildfire. Yeah. And that's what I love. I mean, we our Dallas chapter, when they started making the subgroups, I think we were maybe 10, 15 guys, and it ballooned to 80 in a couple of weeks. It did not take any time at all. I saw uh, Rod's mug not too long after that, so. <laughs> we, we, we've got enough to where we could actually have a Dallas chapter and a Fort Worth chapter. I would say, it comes down to anything else in life. You know, the difference between a dream and a wish is action. So ju just do it. You, you want you want to start a chapter? Get a group of people. Start smoking together. Post in there. Hey, we're so and so area. We're going to be smoking. If you want to come join us, come join us. And then Kay's going to notice. I'm going to notice. You're going to notice. Steve, Zach's going to notice. We're going to notice it those of us that are active in Holy Smokes, and we're going to say, there needs to be a chapter here. This is something that's going on, and God's moving in that area now. I agree with you. Something's got to happen. You just got to do it, right? You so just got to do it. I, I've yeah. noticed there's a couple cast of characters, a couple, couple of characters that need to be in the, in the mix, and it, it doesn't have to be formal at all, right? It just yeah. has to be some people that want to get together, and there has to be a, you know, a desire for fellowship and connection and relationship. And of course, you know, abiding on the rules, you know, don't come hawking your stuff, don't be an asshole and that kind of thing. But I think there has to be somebody with a strong hospitality gift. And so that's a good way to recruit. Because you go, man, you're not in Holy Smokes yet, but you know what? I know you like to serve and I know that you like to provide things. I know you like to, you know, cook and showcase this or, you know, you know all the things about the coolest whiskey coming out and, you know, you can taste black licorice and, you know, tofu in this one. And so, you know, <laughs> so if, if anybody's tasting tofu in a whiskey, <laughs> that whiskey needs to go back to the distiller. <laughs> I bet there's a Japanese whiskey we can find some tofu in somewhere. I've had quite a few and I haven't tasted that one yet. <laughs> but, and I think there needs to be some leadership represented too. If I'm, yeah. if I'm being, you know, you don't yeah. have to have these, but I'm just saying, as I've no. noticed thriving groups, whether they're, you know, holy smoke kind of group. Somebody just, has to take the lead. You're 100% somebody, right. Somebody yeah. has to go, I'm putting this thing on my shoulders and just go, I'm Kobe Bryant on this thing, man. And you guys, I'm going to be here and I'm going to have some cigars and I'll buy the first round or, you know, whatever. And so if you have those people or even if you're not those people, because sometimes the leadership gift, you know, gets overblown with, you know, the cult of personality and they think that it talks a lot or whatever. But you don't have to have it. It just has to be somebody that goes, I'm going to make this thing happen. And the beautiful thing about what Rod's talking about is, is that there's going to be seasons if you travel for business, like there's going to be seasons where you're going to be busy. Other men will, and women will pick up that torch. I started out, I just went to John Worley's house and I didn't host an event for years. Then all of a sudden, Yale, Jung, all of them, they're like, hey bro, I'm out of town. But guess what? I hosted, Rod showed up. We brought Dave in. It just starts rolling. And know that it's like, it's okay if you have a season where you're just not available. But if you start that ball rolling, other people will help you push that ball down when you're working or you got something going on. And I'm one of many that host the uh, events in Dallas area. The reason why most chapters or most anything fails is because everybody is sitting around saying, hey, we should. Yeah. And that's where it stops. 
and all it takes is one person to say, let's stop saying we should and let's do and put it on a calendar and post about it. Take some action. And once one person starts doing it, then it, all of a sudden that just organically grows at such a magnitude because everybody else is going, oh, hey, Zach hosted this event. Zach said, hey, come over here. I want to do something, so I'm going to post. Hey, I'm going to be over here at this time. And that, that's how I started out with it. I'm going to be at Ron's Corner Tavern at this time, drinking some scotch and smoking a cigar. And all of a sudden, I see other people coming in going, hey, I saw you post that you were going to be here. And it just grows because yeah. somebody else goes, I saw what you did. Beautiful. Zach Maytan, Dave Yancey, Rod Jones. Thanks for being on the Holy Smokes Podcast. It's our privilege Thanks, and man. honor. Thank you. Thank Steve. you. Thanks for all you do, bro. You're awesome. Thanks for listening to the Holy Smokes Podcast. I want to thank you also for all the feedback that I've received about this show thus far. The encouraging notes, the suggestions, the thoughts have all been valued and appreciated more than you know. To let me know what you think, you can private message me at facebook.com slash steverider. That's facebook.com slash steve, R-E-I-T-E-R. Or a private message through the Facebook page, facebook.com slash holysmokescigarclub. Or send me an email at holysmokescigarclub at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. This is Steve Ryder saying, do good, be awesome.